the needs of the solo practitioner are different than the needs of a team-based approach. And those providers have lots of limitations on their time, they're, they're stretched, they're doing a lot of different jobs, and that in order to make them successful, we need to up our game a little bit. Welcome to the ACO Show. Today, Josh and Brian welcome Matt Kendall, President of Allidade, and Christy McLaughlin, Program Manager, to learn about Project Solo, Allidade's initiative to support the unique needs of small private practices. They also speak with Dr. Pedro Elisastugi, an internal medicine primary care provider in Lehigh Acres, Florida, about being independent and what it's like to switch ACOs. Welcome to the ACO Show. I'm Josh Israel with my co-host, Brian Chiklinski, and we are delighted today to welcome a sometimes elusive guest, Matt Kendall, who is the president of Allidade. Welcome to the show, Matt. Thanks, Josh. I'm really excited to be here. We are talking today about Project Solo. So we'd love it if you would do an intro. What is Project Solo? And we'll take it from there. Great. Well, Project Solo is an Allidade initiative designed to help doctors who are in their own practice. You know, unlike our other programs that deal with larger practices, multi-practices, we, we recognize the needs of the solo practitioner out there are different. And we want to give them a high quality, engaged experience that really helps meet their needs and drive success. So Matt, I just want to start off by disagreeing with something that my co-host started the show with. I think anyone who's been in Allidade headquarters and heard a very loud team knows that you are not in any way elusive presence around Allidade. So just pointing that out. I would, my retort is that Matt is far from a, um, an elusive person or personality, but he was one of the hardest first guests for me to get on the show. I could get Howard Dean on the show before I got Matt Kendall on the show at the very start of the podcast. I would love to be a guest. I don't recall being offered the opportunity to be here. I come when I'm invited. So just keep the invitations coming. I'm happy to to participate. (laughs) So Matt, obviously, you know, you're real experience with the vision from Allidade from its very inception through today. It kind of brings this unique perspective. I'd love to hear a little bit about just how the vision for Project Solo fits into the broader vision of Allidade and, and how it's a kind of foundational to who we are. Well, you know, Allidade, one of the things we take very seriously is to really empower independent primary care providers so that they can thrive in value-based care. And we do that in a number of different ways. You know, our tech platform is designed to make sure we can get the right information at the right time to have the right outcome. We have an amazing team of field folks that go to practices, coach and educate them. We've got incredible analytics on the back end that help drive a lot of the decisions we make. But we've always had the understanding and belief that we've got to meet people where they are. And I think with solo, there's, this is our recognition that the needs of the solo practitioner are different than the needs of a team-based approach. And those providers have lots of limitations on their time, they're, they're stretched, they're doing a lot of different jobs, and that in order to make them successful, we need to up our game a little bit and be more responsive. So the opportunity with Project Solo is to really create an on-demand environment where people can ask questions live, get responses live, not have to wait and hold everything to talk to somebody, but to really have that ability to reach out when needed and be that supporting voice to help them through their journey through value-based care. 
Matt, how does this fit into Elevate's overall plans and goals? Well, I think in Elevate, we're always looking at ways in which we can improve the services that we deliver to folks. So Project Solo is just a natural extension. We want to make sure that all our practices are able to get the right information in the right ways, but we want to start by focusing on our smaller practices that may not have extra people around to help or to do some of this work. So by being very clear about how we can automate and making opportunities for people to get access to information like trainings on demand, we can really meet the needs of these providers that are complicated. Again, many hats in these organizations, people are doing a lot of different work. We want to make it simple for them. And we want to make sure that we have a model that we can extend to any provider across the country. Yeah, I think one thing we, we always try to do with some of these conversations is like, bring it down to that practice level. If you're working in a solo physician practice, what will Project Solo showing up at your door, what will that experience be like for one of these docs working in these practices? From the very beginning, we want to make it interactive and customized to the practice. So whether it's coming onto the Allidade website and learning about Allidade, where we can then give you a customized report right there about your practice insights that you may not have about how you can be successful in value-based care, to the launch process, where we want to be able to, to interact with you quickly to be able to set up the launch, to integrate with your EHR, to get you operational as quickly as possible, to the entire performance cycle, where we will educate you about the key initiatives to Allidade and the, the work that we're doing. We want to make this clearer, simpler, and able to be accessible to everybody in our practice. We recognize that there are many different people in practices with lots of different skill sets. We want to engage them all appropriately. We want to make sure we can get them the training and education they need. But more importantly, we want to be responsive. Oftentimes, solo practitioners are ignored by health insurers or health systems because they're quote unquote too small. We think that is ridiculous. We think that those providers are the backbone of the healthcare system and provide incredible quality care to a huge percentage of people out there. And we think that it is, it, it's a, a missed opportunity not to understand and appreciate those practices, that they have different needs, and we're committed to, to addressing those needs. I love the name. I think it's very catchy and cleanly descriptive. Did you anticipate how many corny Star Wars and Millennial Falcon jokes there were going to be? Absolutely. That was, that was sort of the, the, the rules of the road when we got this place, but we, we desperately wanted to make sure we were talking to those docs out there who feel like they're alone sometimes, and we want to make them into a Han Solo. One of the things also about Allidade's just our rapid growth is, you know, we're in 37 states now, I'm working with more than a thousand practices. And one of the things that I think we do really well, which is really exciting, is, is pilot projects in different areas, take those lessons and, and learn from them in a really a kind of aggressive and evidence-based way to see how we can improve these programs and improve processes as we go forward. So that brings us to a question of, of where will Project Solo be rolling out first and what communities or states will be able to benefit from this offering? Well, we're still in the early stages of learning this experience. And again, this is going to be basically the best of Allidade rolled up into an interactive self-directed process. So it's going to take us time to get it fully operational. We're starting off with uh, pilots in several states, particularly Florida. But the goal is this should be across the country. And we want to make sure that every solo practitioner out there can have high quality experience with Allidade that is successful in driving savings. So our vision is this will be in, in markets where we have our, 
other traditional approach, which works for larger practices, but we want to recognize the special needs of the solo practitioner and provide them what they deserve. And that is the, why we're ruling out this service. That's great. Matt Kendall, Allidade's president and an elusive ACO show guest no longer. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us a little bit about how we are going to help all of these practices out there go from feeling solo to feeling like Han Solo. Thank you so much for, for joining us today. It was my pleasure, Josh and Brian. I can't wait to uh, come back and talk on something else. I'll be looking forward to the invitation. I'm now joined by Dr. Pedro Elisastegui, who practices in Lehigh Acres, Florida, near Fort Myers. Dr. Elisastegui, thank you for joining. Uh, thank you uh, for inviting me, Dr. Israel. We're doing this show today on smaller practices that are working with Allidade, something we're calling Project Solo. How long have you been with Allidade? I started working uh, with Allidade this January. And can you tell us a little bit about your practice? Yes, I have an internal medicine primary care practice, and I've been here in this place for 22 years. I started in January 2000. And what and, kind uh, of area is, is Lehigh, is Lehigh Acres? Lehigh is an area, I mean, uh, initially when I came here, there were a lot of red trees, but after 2008, it started coming people from all over. What led you to join Allidade? I was part of, a, of an ACO. And I joined that ACO because I was, I wanted to keep myself with the trends of the changes in medicine. And I actually felt that I wasn't doing very well with everything. So I, I needed to look for different options. And I worked with that ACO for about four years. And my experience with that ACO was not very, very good. I received tax of papers every month. Basically they were like to cover for the diagnosis gap. And I needed to work with the papers and, and then report it back to them. Every three or four months, they gave me a report of how the ACO was doing. And they have different percentages of different things, but I didn't have any understanding of what were they all about. And I didn't get any coaching or at least nothing uh, that could help me. After four years, I had the opportunity to talk to other doctors that had other ACOs in different states, different areas of the state. And their participation was rewarding for them, but mine, it wasn't for me. So I started looking into different options. One time I downloaded one of the white papers from Allidate and, uh, and then I received emails and I decided to, to contact and uh, that's what happened. And what's your experience been like so far? And just for the audience to know, I actually don't know the answer to this. Uh, you know, they, they say in the courtroom, don't ask a question you don't know the answer to, but, but here we go. This has been a wonderful experience for me. All my staff is very enthusiastic about this uh, relationship. Everybody was very skeptical initially because nobody knew about Allidate here. And we knew what happened with the first ACO. I, I was really desperate They're trying to find a way out into a more efficient practice. And since we are working with Allidate, it's been a total turnaround. Yesterday we had a, a meeting and uh, our practices among the top uh, practices in terms of annual wellness visits. 
When you think that your practice was previously not that efficient, what, what do you mean? Everything was paper-based and we have to make the search in Athena, which is our EMR, transfer the information into the paper that they send us. Basically, it was like a lot of work for us and uh, it wasn't good. It's interesting that you say that the prior ACO, one of the main points of contact you had with them around was diagnosis coding. And sometimes yes. when people hear about Allidade success, we'll get comments like, oh, you must be really good at risk coding. And we say, no, that we do have to pay attention to proper diagnosis, but that's not how we succeed. We succeed by keeping patients healthier. Oh yeah. No, definitely. The, the superstar in Allidade, something that my office manager swears that she would never do without is the Allidade app, which is basically a website there is so much information. At the beginning, it tend to be a little bit cumbersome because there are there is so much information. But as soon as you start working with it, everything becomes easy. That's why you know what we have experienced so far. Do you think your patients notice anything different now that you're in a different ACO? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, we have we've done more annuals than ever, and more uh, more annual wellness visits. Yes. More annual when a visit, we have streamlined our TCM program or transitional care management program. There is all kinds of benefit for us to have joined Allidade. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, are there ways in which Allidade could support you even better? You know, one of the things we're trying to get better at is supporting practices with just one or two doctors. That's the impetus for Project Solo. What, what else could we be doing to make your, your practice better and your patients feel better supported? Well, you know, since this is like a work in progress, you know, all this is happening in the medicine, I would say important for me would be like, help me to keep myself up to date in how to do things, how other people may be doing better than I do. You know, like if I could get information on how other successful practices are doing, sometimes you don't get, you don't get to learn the same way that, you know, you are sharing my, my experience. At this time, I've, I am a baby, you know, in terms of holiday, because I've just started to work in January, but I'm sure that there are other practices that have uh, something to say about that. Yeah. One of the unintended consequences of Allidade, a positive consequence that we've heard repeatedly is people feel like they are somewhat more part of a community, you know, solo practitioners, even people in busier practices can really just feel like that's their whole world. And especially during the pandemic, people felt like they were more part of, of a community and connected. And so, yeah, we certainly will do our best to share best practices with you. Yeah, it is. When you are in solo practice, you are kind of like a strange breed or something rare these days. But I feel very good about being in solo practice because I enjoy the independence that it gives me. I, I would like to remain that way. I don't think that I will be able to do it without the holiday help. Well, Dr. Pedro Elisastegui, Lehigh Acres, Florida. Thank you so much for taking the time, and we're glad it's working out for you so far. It was my pleasure, Dr. I'm Brian Chinglinski, Allidade Senior Director of Communications and Content, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Dr. Josh Israel. And we're talking today with Christy McLaughlin, who is the Program Manager for our Project Solo program here at Allidade. Christy's joining us today to talk a little bit about what Project Solo is, how it benefits practices across Allidade, and, and why Allidade is pursuing this program now. Um, so Christy, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Happy to be here. 
Yeah, maybe we just start off with a, a very basic introduction. What is Project Solo? Perfect place to start. Project Solo is a program that we are working on here at Allidade. And really it's a project that came from a board member. The idea is we can service a different type of segment. So traditionally at Allidade, we service large, medium, community health centers, small practices, but there's a segment out there that are tiny practices that we do get at Allidade, but how can we serve them in the best way for them as well as the company? Allidade was founded on this idea of keeping independent practices independent. And a lot of these practices are very tiny and they are fiercely independent. They have stayed independent for quite some time now. And we love that about the practices and we want to help partner with them so that they can get the same opportunity that all the other practices across Allidade are getting. Christy, I, I know that Allidade was founded on the notion of better care for patients and helping primary care physicians stay independent. But we also were founded on the idea of making the finances align. So mm -hmm. doing those things in a way that created a sustainable business. What's the thinking behind trying to bring in very small practices, one doc, two doc? How, how does that work out financially? It seems like sort of the opposite of doing something at scale. Yep. And that's exactly what we're trying to solve within Project Solo. We want to be able to give these practices the same level of service that the, all the rest of the Allidade practices are getting, but in a way that is the most cost efficient for not only the practices, but also for Allidade. So there's a lot of different things that we're testing within Allidade and Project Solo and how we're servicing these practices. For instance, giving them access to on-demand curriculum versus live curriculum teaching. Also giving them access to their performance metrics. How are they performing? They have access to that whenever they want it versus somebody having to meet with them and pull all of this data. So the idea behind Project Solo is that we can solve these problems to get to like what the program is going to look like. You know, this final destination is what we call it. But in turn, these are also solutions that a lot of Allidade internally that would be great to solve for all of our practices if they do want that option for on-demand curriculum versus a live meeting. So it, it's things that are required for the solo program to be the most cost-efficient and make sense for the company. They will have the standard way, but it's also things that other practices will possibly have access to if they would like that option. So that's great. I love the idea that some of the innovations in Project Solo can eventually make their way into all of our practices and how we serve practices across the country. What's the what's the grand vision for Project Solo? Like, what do we see as the end destination where we're trying to get to with this pilot and kind of the, the results from it? Yeah, so we do have a destination that we're working towards. We love to start with the end in mind. It's a great, great quote that we um, always focus on, but we want to move towards a program that's easy for the doctor to decide to join but it's also easy and cost-efficient for Allidade to onboard and serve these practices. So the idea is that every net new provider, so anybody that joins Allidade that is a solo provider will go into the solo program. They will onboard the same and we will serve them in the same way. And it's gonna be easy and the doctor and the practice will understand what exactly is expected of them and what they can get. Great, so, so Project Solo is like, it's this program that as you said at the beginning, it's tied so closely to what we started Allidade with, which was this idea of like that small is better and small is stronger when you bring them together in this network. And we're just really, really bringing that to some of the smallest practices. Thinking about how we incorporate that with the full team here at Allidade, how, how do you work together with some of the teams here and, and how do we make sure that 
this program is, is helping to integrate into the rest of our, our workflows and our processes. Yes, I love that you asked that question because it is such a huge part. We do not do this independently. We have a steering committee that is full of senior leadership that give that visibility into the company goals. We are aligned with the KRs of the company. So the key results, we make sure that we're not doing anything independently. We are doing it in line with the rest of what everybody is working on. So we're able to take our learnings from our market. We then are able to share recommendations. Like this is what we've learned. And we have experts at Allidade, like our product team and like our network success team that then take those recommendations and create solutions, not only for us, but for the rest of Allidade. And then we feed that back into the program. It's going to go into the final destination, but it also can go into the rest of Allidade. So it really is a team effort. And we have a lot of teams that are participating and fueling everything that we're solutioning towards in Project Solo. So it, it's a huge team effort that's aligned with the company's key results as well. So Christy, am I, am I hearing it right that we know there's a large market of, of small independent primary care practices out there? And this is called Project Solo because we're trying to figure out how to serve them and how to bring them into value-based care in a financially sustainable way. Is, is that, does that capture it? Yep, that's exactly right. We have traditionally gotten these tiny practices through our traditional recruiting methods, but there is a whole marketplace out there that nobody has been targeting. And Allidade really wants to serve these practices, and we have to figure out a way to serve them in a way that makes sense for the practices and makes sense for our company. So this is what the project is about, is how can we not just get these practices through traditional marketing ways, but actually target this marketplace and create an entirely new marketplace because nobody out there is doing that at this point. And we want to, we want to provide those services for these doctors. We want to get them to shared savings. We want to get them the big contracts that maybe they don't have access to because of their size. We want to serve these practices and we want to give them all the resources that they can have to be successful in value-based care. That's great. I love, I love designing the program with the end in mind and, but bringing us back to the present, where, how, how widespread is Project Solo right now? And kind of what are we starting to see in some of the early evidence? Yeah, we have a live market. So we have practices that we are working with. Currently, we have 14 practices. We're across three ACOs, and we are across all the way from California to Florida, up in Michigan. We have practices all over the nation. I think the biggest thing that you're touching on here, Brian, too, that we try to do is we always are learning, testing different things within the solo market. We're trying to take, if something is not working, you know, we, we are okay with that. And that's part of getting to our final destination. We have to adjust and get feedback from our practices of what do they want? Not assuming that we know what the providers want, but hearing from them, what, what would be best for them to get to their goal of the value-based care learnings and being successful in these contracts. Well, Christy, I love this. There was a book I read when I was in first grade called Swimmy the Fish. And it's a story of a little fish that gets all the fish to come together in a school in the shape of a very large fish. And they scare off a shark or another big fish. So I love that we are bringing these independent practices in to be stronger, to be able to provide value-based care. Thanks for that introduction. Christy McLaughlin, project manager of Project Solo. Thanks for taking the time. Yep. Thanks for having me. This episode of The ACO Show was produced by Leanne Priady, Dan Ablin, and Alana Coogan. Our theme music is by Greg Berry. You can find previous episodes on our website, alladay.com, 
or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, and join us next time.